Welcome back, everyone, to another episode, another edition of Extending the Play. I'm your host, Ryan Rothstein, with the great John McMullen. Follow both of us on Twitter, John at JF McMullen, myself, Ryan Rothstein, 33. And be sure to follow the podcast now on Twitter uh, at Extend the Play. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at Jacob Media with a K, J A K I B Media. John writes for Sports Illustrated at SI.com. A lot of our episodes, content, and much more in the written word, in the written word, excuse me, is also available at sillyvoice.com. So be sure to head over to sillyvoice.com to check out John's articles there. Sirius XM SB Nation Radio. So, John, here we and are Apple once again. Ryan, <laughs> and Apple. Podcast. Wow. John, wow. There you go. Apple, we are now available on Apple. Big news. We've made it to the big leagues. So be sure to go over to Apple. Um, If you don't have an iPhone, then it's also available on Spotify, um, Google Podcasts. We're basically on every platform. But be sure to also, like John said, head over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe so you don't miss any episode. John, we have to talk more to Sean Jackson, don't we? Yeah, we have to, uh, unfortunately, in some ways. But, I mean, finally, hopefully, uh, I don't want to say finally, but hopefully uh, it will be put in the rearview mirror. The Eagles announced late Friday afternoon uh, the punishment uh, essentially confirmed they're not going to release him uh, at this point. Uh, there's a financial penalty, which is undisclosed. Um, and obviously there are certain hurdles Deshaun has to reach uh, to continue to be a part of this organization. A lot of those have to do with education and understanding uh, um, and and working really with the Jewish community uh, in the Delaware Valley. Uh, And uh, that was evident, to be honest, that this was going to be uh, the final decision. Really, if you rewind back to the original statement from the Eagles, he kind of realized that this was the way they were going to go. And then they confirmed it uh, Friday afternoon, late Friday afternoon, the classic Friday news dump, which I think is ironic and real quick because, you know, back in the old days when newspapers were a thing and the Internet wasn't like that was real. I mean, you, you put something out after five on Friday a lot of people didn't get the paper over the weekend, didn't subscribe, and you could kind of get through this cycle. Now on the internet, it's just silly. But these organizations, they all have the same old school mentality. Let's do a Friday afternoon. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a classic Friday news dump. And let me let me just bring up this point. So I I was not raised Jewish, but my last name is Rothstein. My dad is Jewish. Um, my grandfather was religious and practicing. Um, I was ending up being raised Catholic, but my point is I'm, I have the Jewish heritage in my blood and I just feel like John, 
to speak for people that are even more practicing and, you know, have that Jewish background than I do. I, I, this is all fake to me. And I'm not trying to be cynical. I go back and forth with, okay, if I made a mistake and I was in the public at the magnitude of Deshaun Jackson or even half of that, you know, I would like to do actions and try and rectify it and show that, listen, I'm human. I made a mistake. So I respect it. But then it's also just seems so fake. Like everything he's about to do is the Jewish community in our area really going to just look at that now and say, oh, okay. I mean, he means this and this is good. Like, it just seems fake, I guess, is my long winded point here. No, I, I mean, I, I agree with you, actually, but I, I think that's sort of larger than the Philadelphia Eagles or even Deshaun Jackson. I think that's sort of a microcosm of the society we're in. And we're we're uh, uh, signaling something is more important than substance in a lot of times. And look, I, I don't think education is ever a bad thing. Uh, no, I, 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 I think that's what got Deshaun in hot water to begin with. So I think, you know, being forced, and I'm going to use that word, sorry, but I'm going to use it uh, to engage in these types of uh, instances. And we all saw the Instagram post with uh, Deshaun talking with a, a 94 year old Holocaust survivor. Now, Hey, I'm going to be honest here. If, Deshaun didn't go through what he just went through. He wasn't going to do that. I, I mean, he just wasn't. Uh, I, I, I mean, that's a, if that if you want to label that as cynical, I don't think it's cynical. I think it's yeah, that's reality. I, I think it's just being honest. Uh, it, it's just uh, and look, he has to go through certain hurdles uh, to remain a part of this organization. And one of them is reaching out to the Jewish community. It's something he wouldn't have done if he didn't get in trouble. I I don't think that's cynical at all. That's just the reality of the situation. And, you know, maybe that part of it shouldn't be regarded as a punishment uh, so that we can wrangle back and forth with. um, And you can talk about whatever the financial penalty is. uh, And if that is a, a stringent enough punishment, all of that is, is valid, but at the end of the day, it is just the, the concern is more about uh, the, the signal. And, and that's never right. I, I, I mean, it's never about the substance. It's about doing everything and making sure you are signaling to others that, hey, look at what we're doing. Look at what this is. Look at what's going on right now. Instead of, you know, really doing heavy lifting behind the scenes, like that doesn't accomplish anything. So if you're a public facing industry like the Eagles, in some ways you have to be public about it. But then it becomes seedy. It's a catch 22. Yeah, well, the problem is our society in general is a look at me society. So. Anytime you try to rectify a wrong, that's what it's about. And regardless of what we're talking about, that's just the case in our culture, right or wrong. But, John, you bring up the fine. Talk about that. Do you think that's fair? Not fair? Not that you're the, the judge and jury here, but what, what are your thoughts on the penalty? Uh, I, I think it was uh, another 
gesture uh, more than anything else. Uh, obviously, look, nobody likes to get money taken away from them. Um, so uh, I do think there's a certain impact, but you're talking about uh, a star player that's made a lot of money. Uh, and I don't know, obviously, Deshaun's personal finances, but if he's even had a modicum of common sense over the years, he's got a lot of money. So I don't think it'll have that much of an impact on him. Um, however, uh, I mean, I always go back to Jimmy Johnson. We were talking off the air. Jimmy Johnson, uh, I, I always thought, and, and that's the reason, there are certain things, like when bad things happen, uh, to an NFL team. And like, this is a perfect example at the start of this. I always think about Bill Parcells. Bill Parcells would always give the advice to his sort of mentors that were on his coaching tree that got head coaching jobs. One of the things he always told them was four or five things happen every day in the NFL that you don't want to happen. And if you can't deal with them, you're not, you can't be a head coach in this league. Now, some of them you never even hear about. But Deshaun posting that stuff on Instagram is a perfect example of that. Doug Peterson didn't think that would be an issue coming into this season. Now it is. Uh, so that's a perfect example of that. The punishment, and that's where I bring up Jimmy Johnson. Look, if you remember those Dallas Cowboys teams, and that was a different era, and a lot of them were out of control. Michael Irvin would get in trouble. Um but they were great. They were great players. And Jimmy said to all his players, he said, I'll treat you all fairly, but I'm not going to treat you all the same way. And in essence, what he was saying is stars get longer rope. I mean, that's just the way it is. And if Deshaun Jackson was the 53rd guy on this roster, he'd be cut right now. There's no question about it. There is absolutely no question. He'd be gone. Um, even if the Eagles felt more comfortable with the wide receiver position. I mean, there's not a proven entity at that position because remember all Jeffrey's hurt. He's not ready to go. He's not going to be ready to go anytime soon. They literally have no proven entity at that position outside of Deshaun Jackson. So even if they felt a little bit more comfortable, they might've cut Deshaun Jackson. Fact is, he's all they got. So he got a longer rope than other players would have got. I would say that, you know, Deshaun Jackson and Alshon Jeffrey aren't even proven. If you just talk about recent history, not about what they're capable of, but they haven't been available. And your best ability is availability. So the wide receiver group as a whole, John, I would say is unreliable, at least on this day up to this point. Yeah, I would agree with that as well. I mean, obviously, Deshaun uh, is coming off a, a season where he essentially played just one game, um, tried to make the comeback, and obviously it didn't work from the core muscle injury. And Alshon is coming off Liz Frank surgery. And let's face it, before it, that Liz Frank operation, he looked like he had lost a significant amount, amount of his explosiveness. So probably not going to get that back after – uh, a serious foot injury like that at the wide receiver position. So, yeah, I mean, even them are th – those two particular players are – are there's concerns about them. But you do know if they are healthy, 
they can perform. That's the part I was getting at. They have yes. proven themselves as NFL players where the rest of this group has not. Even, even you know, you take a Marquise Goodwin who was picked up uh, via trade. I mean, he's been in the league. He's done some things, but not to a significant degree. And everybody else is either young, uh, he's either a rookie uh, like a Jalen Rager, uh, John Hightower, Quez Watkins, or unproven J.J. Ortega, Whiteside, Greg Ward, players like that. N- not a lot of sample size. So you can't feel comfortable with that group as a whole and certainly can't feel comfortable if Deshaun's not involved. No, and that's certainly a factor into how this situation regarding Deshaun Jackson's post uh, how it's been handled. So extending the play with NFL Eagles insider, John McMullen, subscribe to the YouTube channel at Jacob media. Be sure to subscribe now at Apple on Apple podcasts, extending the play. You can find all of our episodes there as well at JF McMullen at Ryan Rothstein 33. So John, is this story going away? Do you think now? Cause we've talked a lot this week uh, about this and how, the Eagles issued a statement and it was very broad and open-ended and you've been on record saying they're going to kind of gauge the temperature of the room, so to speak, as we move on. And if this picks up steam, then who knows what would happen, but the penalty has been issued. It feels like to me, at least as we record on Saturday, July 11th, that the story is starting to slow down. Do you agree? Um, Not necessarily. Uh, but the part that the Eagles and Deshaun control has died down. And I do think the change is uh, the Eagles have made it clear that unless Deshaun does something else wrong in this kind of vein, same vein, uh, that they're going to keep them. But, hey, as long as Steven Jackson is out there and, and still <laughs> talking, as long as Malik Jackson is out there and, and still talking, and everybody else, Malcolm Jenkins yesterday finally chimed in. Um, you can't control that. I mean, that's the stuff that's out of your control. And that's what I wrote last week at phillyboys.com before the, the Eagles put their foot down, made their decision. I, I said that was the concern. That's because, And that's the concern because that's the part you can't control. I, I mean, look, they want – Steven Jackson to shut up. Uh, and maybe they can say to Malik, say, look, Malik, you said what you said. Please uh, let this go because he's part of the organization. They no, no longer control uh, Malcolm Jenkins in that way. Um, Chris Long, another one, obviously former player here. He can say whatever he wants, has said whatever he wants. So those guys, I mean, and I said, if, Fox News calls, CNN, MSNBC calls. You don't know what somebody's going to say, and some, and that might put it right back into the headlines. Not only what someone's going to say, but what someone can post on their social media, right, John? Yeah, exactly. And I, <laughs> I advocate for every player to get off social media. And I, I, I say that a little tongue-in-cheek, but I, I think it should be used in a, a more antiseptic way in that Hey, if you're working out and you want to paste workout videos and you want to interact with your uh, fan base that way and build your brand that way, that's all fine. That's all 
good. In fact, that's even better, you know, in a lot of ways that, you know, remove that filter and, 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 and reach people yourself. But man, stay away from the politics, especially, I, I, I mean, <laughs> Ryan, look at it this way. Look at the actual politicians. They hmm. can't get anything accomplished. They're at each other's throat. There's this vitriol back and forth. What do you think you're going to accomplish? Not being well-versed <laughs> in, the, in these issues. I, I mean, just stay away from it. I mean, it's a it's a ticking time bomb. And, you know, I don't know how much more Deshaun Jackson stuff we can cover. But I actually, you know, as we wrap up this episode over the next few minutes, John, let's talk about social media and its impact on professional sports, if you uh, don't mind, because it's just an, an interesting topic. I mean, you've been around for, dare I say, a long time, John, um, covering the NBA and the NFL. And um, you were around before social media when it got kind of introduced to the world and how it infiltrated professional sports and where we're at now. So it's a ticking time bomb. If I was Carson Wentz, I wouldn't even have my password to my social media accounts. I would give it to someone to run, post workout videos, post some family pics and some dog pics and call it a day because that thing that you hold in your, in your hand 24 seven can literally ruin your life with one second in lapse of judgment. Yeah, I, I, I mean, you're right. I, I mean, there's no question. It certainly can. Um, and that's why I advocate, look, if you're going to hand it over to somebody else, you better trust that person because sure. that person might do something stupid. And at least if you control it yourself, you only have yourself to blame. However, and that's why I say, yeah, right, dog pictures, family hmm. pictures, uh, workouts, uh, talk about football. And, you know, a lot of people are going to say, well, you have this platform, you have this platform. I, look, if you want to utilize your platform and you want to get educated on issues, I'm not arguing against that. Feel free. I am. <laughs> if, well, if you're not if you're not passionate in that to begin with, I, I think you're you know, you're playing with fire. Like, well, that's were, what I said. I mean, yeah, if you take Malcolm Jenkins, for instance, look, that's Malcolm's thing, man. Yeah. But he does the homework. He does that heavy lifting behind the scenes. He, he does stuff outside of the realm of the camera and he understands the issues. You might not agree with him. I don't always agree with him, but I always give him credit for being well educated on on the issues he talks about. Um, because, as I said, that's a, that's a passion of his and he goes out of his way. If you're just going to say, oh, I, I, I don't pay any attention to anything in the news. But I read a, a, a tweet from a guy I don't even know that well. And you want to spew about some kind of controversial uh, incendiary ideology. Yeah, you're going to get yourself in trouble. So go into the, the, the photos, the photo scroll there and get the dog picture and focus <laughs> and focus on that. That's that's the focus or or get off social media. It's a cesspool anyway. It is just one big cesspool that is growing and 
growing. Extending the I, play. I said, you know, it's interesting. Yeah. I was texting uh, someone with the Eagles that will rename will remain nameless, but I, there was there was a wrestler, and you know, I'm a big wrestling guy, uh, Hannah Kimura, a Japanese uh, woman wrestler, 24 years old, Ryan, beautiful uh, young woman. She was on a reality show in Japan. And I don't know, something happened on this reality show. The fans started trolling her about it. Uh, she committed suicide at 24 years old. Oh, Jesus. And I, I tweeted that morning because I was reading the story how horrible it was. And I said, the minute, and, and I still say this today, the minute I get out of this industry, you will never see me on social media again. And this particular um person with the eagles immediately texted my tweet and said i'm with you a hundred percent it is a cesspool and no good can come of it because you're not by the way even if you have altruistic uh um uh, goals and you're trying to convince people and you believe in certain things you're not convincing anyone everybody's in their own camp Everybody's in their own echo chamber. They all hate each other. No mm -hmm. good can come of it. It's a cesspool. If you want to do that stuff, do it out in the real world where people treat each other with some semblance of respect. It's, it's a bunch of people that, one, it's the culture, I guess, so to speak, of Twitter, let's say, is anyone that's scrolling on Twitter the main objective is to prove someone wrong in their tweet, no matter what, without even understanding where the tweet's coming from, the person, if they're a sarcastic, funny person, or who they are, what they cover. They're automatically trying to prove you wrong, and that's best case. If not, they're trying to make you look like an idiot and make you feel stupid. And then it affects people in the extreme, worst-case, absolutely horrific scenario of someone committing suicide and that's because of these people who feel bad for themselves trying to put other people down and look what can happen i mean i'm with you i'm not going to be on social media when i don't have to anymore either at least on twitter that's for damn sure yeah and and uh, i do think it's gotten worse over the past uh year or so past really three four months or so and i think a lot of it does have to do with the pandemic and quarantine and the fact that people uh, are stuck inside. And I, I, I do think, I, I think this is the untold thing. This has always been my problem since the start of this. Everybody talks about cases. Everybody talks about uh, deaths. Everybody talks about that, but they're not looking at those unintended consequences. How many people have committed suicide? How many people have overdosed? How many people, yeah. uh, have you know broken up relationships mm -hmm. uh, because of this type of issue there's not even a statistic that can properly uh, tell you the impact of all of this and I, I don't think enough people understand that part of it yeah I think we have to apply the golden rule which most of us learned in preschool uh, you know treat others how you want to be treated and <laughs> it's not that simple, unfortunately, and especially in the social media world and that landscape with Twitter and everything else. But um, it's an interesting topic, that's for sure. 
uh, extending the play with NFL Eagles insider John McMullen. Follow us on Twitter at Extend the Play at JF McMullen at Ryan Rothstein 33. We are now available on Apple, people. So go subscribe to us right now. Please share with your friends, rate, and leave a review. Each and every review is very important for our podcast to continue to grow. So we'll be grateful if you go do that at Extending the Play. Uh, Jacob Media, Sirius XM, SB Nation Radio, and John Wrights for Philly Voice and SI.com. Before we go, John, what's your final words here as we wrap up this episode? A uh, big week for the NFL coming up, and we'll, we'll get into that uh, next week. But you think about the calendar. We've been talking about it for months, Ryan. The calendar's always been in the NFL's favor. Now it's not. <laughs> it's July yeah. 28th is the open of training camp, the scheduled open of training camp. And really, a lot of teams tentatively scheduled for their rookies to come in a week earlier than that. So when we hit Monday, we're basically a week away. And the NFLPA and the NFL are still wrangling and trying to figure this whole thing out. And it reminds me a couple of college kids procrastinating, trying to get one more uh, Call of Duty um, game (laughs) before getting to work. And it's time to get that term paper done. Yep. Waiting until the last minute, like I often did in college, but nonetheless. Um, <laughs> hope everyone has a great weekend. Maybe it's already Monday, depending on when you're listening. Um, but we're putting out a lot of content here. So be sure to join us on this journey and we'll catch you on the next episode.